Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome. Thank you for joining me on my commute as I navigate the twists and turns, ups and downs, bumps and bloopers of fundraising for nonprofits and of my commute from the northern hills of Maryland to the southern mountains of Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining me today. Today's topic is going to be about negativity bias. What is negativity bias and why does it make a difference and why should you care? Let me. I will tell you all of this and its relationship to fundraising. Let's go. Negative bias means that when you first meet a person or when you encounter a somewhat unfamiliar situation, there's a little chip in your brain that's looking for danger. It's a normal thing. It's part of our, part of our DNA, so to speak. It's how we are engineered. It's, it's a survival mechanism. We are always looking for danger, and the more unfamiliar something is, the more danger we are looking for. So the unfamiliar could be an unfamiliar person, it could be an unfamiliar situation, it could be just something something new is happening that doesn't normally happen, and all of a sudden you go on high alert and you look for something, you look for these things that may or may not be danger. This is a negativity bias. So you're more likely to judge someone negatively, negatively, you're more likely to judge someone in a negative way when you don't know them and the more you get to know them all of a sudden oh that makes sense the same thing happens in new situations you're on the lookout for danger you're on the lookout for whatever survival so what does it do with fundraising very simple let's say you have a donor that normally gives you uh, let's call it a thousand dollars person gives you a thousand dollars every year like clockwork right then all of a sudden, he doesn't he or she doesn't give you anymore on that date, and they're not returning your calls, and you've tried different channels and they're not responding. In your head, in your mind, you have this chip that is trained to look for danger, and you're saying, "Oh my goodness, this person is not going to give me any more money. This person, how is my organization going to survive if this donor falls off? And if it's a major donor." It makes a, a bigger noise in your head. The negativity bias clangs alarm bells. This person, if this person drops off of your donor roster, you will shut your doors and they're not responding. Oh no, what are you gonna do? This is negativity bias. You have no evidence at all. You have no evidence at all that this person wants to stop giving. All you know is that the person's not answering the phone. That's all you know. You don't know why, you don't know if they forgot, you don't know if something happened in their life, you don't know if, if they're struggling with something, you have no idea if they still like you or if they don't care about you. But because of that, because of you don't know, we automatically fall into, well, that something's bad's gonna happen, something bad's going on. 
The same thing happens with people. We look at a person, if it's unfamiliar or if it's a little bit strange, and it eats us up inside. So that's negativity bias. Excuse me, I had to pause the mic over there for a second because I was, I gave a yawn, a great big yawn. Anyway, so what do you do about it and how, how can you help? So a couple things you can do. Number one, now that you know about it, knowledge is power. Just remember, just remember what it is and look out for it. And in this way, remind yourself, no, that's silly. I have no evidence to think of this. So when you actually do get in front of them, your whole presentation, your demeanor, the way you talk is very different. Imagine you're going in front of somebody who you think, the neg- because of your negativity bias, you think this person is going to treat you a certain way or be a certain way or not give you any more money or give you much less money than in the past. What happens is your whole spirit changes, your whole behavior and demeanor changes, and a person feels that something is off. The person can say, oh my goodness, I don't know what's going on. And then what happens, because you went in there to the meeting with a demeanor of a negative outlook, your negativity bias becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It becomes, the person says, oh, something's off with this. Maybe I better pull back myself until I figure out what's going on. And instead of instead of a gift or, or instead of a, um, making a difference in the world that this person is able to do, because you thought badly about yourself and about this person, then that causes that person to pull back himself or herself. So it's so critically important to understand negativity bias that it exists. And once you know that it exists, that's already the first step of breaking through. The second thing you can do, um, when I say breaking through, I mean you remind yourself that you don't know anything. Until you don't know anything, you're not going to assume one way or another. Um, Right. The second thing you can do is you actually, when you feel stuck, when you feel in your own, that you're stuck in your own uh, thoughts in your own head, you can't get out of, you can't break out of this negativity way of thinking because of your negativity bias. What you need to do, one of the things you can do, is talk to somebody. It doesn't matter who, anyone with any any amount of experience, just say, "This is what's happening. What do you think?" I'm I'm thinking this, but I might be it might be my own fears. Nine times out of ten, the person you speak to will reassure you that you have no evidence at all. That the other that the other um, side, the other party, is pulling back. You have no, just, a no answer is just a no answer. It does not mean a negative answer. And what you need to do is to it, it, what you could do is you can get this reassurance from somebody else, which that is also extremely powerful and validating. So those are the things you can do. Watch out for a negative bias, and watch out. And that's how you deal with it for yourself. One last thing. Remember that the negativity bias is there in everyone. Everyone has it. Not just you, but your donor also has it. What does that mean? That means that when you are first meeting a new donor or a first donor signs on and sends a gift, they sent a gift for the first time, but they're also looking for danger signs that something's not right. And the biggest thing that donors worry about when 
starting a new relationship with a nonprofit organization, the biggest thing is, first of all, can I trust these people? And second of all, do they really need me? Those are the those are the biggest things that a donor is looking out for, and it's hyper magnified because of the negativity bias. If you and because of that, it is so critically important that you have a separate system or a path or a plan for brand new donors that come on board to make sure they're think properly, to make sure they understand how their money is spent, to make sure you report to them properly on where their money is going. Because if you fail to do all of that, if even if you push it off by a few months, what you're essentially, that person's already made up their mind and it looks like you're trying to convince instead of showing. You're trying to convince that you're that you a good reason for support instead of just showing them in the first place you gave your gift we got it within 24 hours we thank you within a with within a thank you card within a week with a, a, a copy of the latest newsletter report as a, a recognition as recognition as a no donor you send them this uh, your your last one i know you just joined thank you so much welcome to the family i want to share with you our latest donor appreciation report so you can see what donors like you are supporting. Thank you for joining and I hope to be in touch with you soon. In the meantime, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me on my cell. Here's my cell number. That kind of stewardship of a brand new donor will go a long way to alleviate the negativity bias that exists in your donors' brains and heads while they are searching for danger signals that are probably non-existent. Just a no response doesn't mean doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means no response. But in your brand new donor's mind, at me that means something is bad. Just like in your mind, a no response from a regular donor means something's bad, and you need to fight that negativity bias. In your donor's mind, a no response from you is the same thing. That's a danger signal, and they're less likely to be engaged and give if you don't have a good new donor plan for them. Those are my thoughts today about negativity bias. I hope it's helpful to you. Feel free to uh, send me any of your questions or anything else you want me to address. In the meantime, I want to wish you a wonderful day. And thank you so much for doing your part for making this world a wonderful, a greater, a brighter and lighter place. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.